0: Hello, and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition, with your co hosts, Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living.
1: All right. It is the Thursday edition with Stephanie and Kay. We are back. We are sorry that we missed you. Uh, Storms going on and and schedule conflicts, but we are back and we are ready to have a great discussion. So Kay, how have you been? Because we didn't get to connect too much last week.
2: We weathered the storm though. I I feel like this is kind of a we had a great women's ministry last night and we were talking about the storm then (laughs) and I was like you know what my check-in is gonna be how we weathered the storm there
1: (laughs) we go
2: I mean did you come out of hurricane Irma wet and looking like a wet dog or did you come out like sister Jan one of our beloved friends in the ministry saying I thank God for the storm amen and I mean there were so many great things about storm shared on that call that I just hold on to to apply in the spiritual and the natural. That you know, without storms, we don't get that that cleansing, that that the washing of the rain. I I, I just think that those are perfect times to be thankful for God and all of His infinite wisdom.
1: And I and I loved how uh, Sister Clarissa. Uh, closed it out with that, you know, sometimes with those storms, it's the earth healing and it's renewing the soil and all the things that, that God is doing with that. And we have to think about what he's doing with us as well. So that renewing, that restoring, that putting us back in proper standing with him. So yeah, it was exciting. Very, very rich last night. I was very excited apart from the (laughs) technical issues that I always have, it seems on those Tuesdays, but We, you know, you just have to forego the technology and just keep it moving. Well, I am excited. Um, God has just really uh, been giving me this word. And I thought um, we would get a chance to do it last week. But like I said, with scheduling and storms and all that good jazz, we didn't get a chance to. And I said, well, is it still a pertinent message? And God said, yes, yes. Yes." So tonight we are going to talk about Revival K. We are going to talk about what revival isn't, what it is, and what God is calling us to do. And so I'm super excited. Um, So with that, we'll just pray in and we'll get started.
2: All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time of revival, Lord God, for this time, a reawakening, Lord God, that we can turn From our slumbering, and Lord God, arise and be aware, Lord God, sense your presence in everything, sense what you're doing in this time. Father God, I thank you for our spiritual eyes to see uh, beyond what we see with our natural eyes. I thank you that you and your Holy Spirit on the inside of us give us the ability to see past the smoke screens. And to see what is true, what is true with a capital T, your word. Your word is truth, and it is able to, Lord God, guide us through those dark times, through those times of confusion. It is able to, Lord God, separate uh, wheat from tares, and we just thank you for that ability to trust your word, to know that without it, we'd be in sinking sand, but with it, Lord God, we are able to weather storms weather waves that try to wash over us we are able to be rooted and grounded father god i thank you for the words that stephanie will minister through this podcast to those that are listening for we are anxious at times lord god of what will come in this great nation but father god i thank you that there will be something shared on tonight that will give us clarity and give us a sense of what you would have us to do right now For this generation, I thank you for what we are about to receive and what we're about to hear. Might we put out our cups, Lord God, and be diligent listeners that we might heed every word. It's in your son's Jesus name that I pray this prayer. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. And our scripture tonight comes from 1st King 18, and we're going to start at chapter 20. to get through the entire thing it is a a, it's a great chunk but Mm -hmm. it's so good and so we're going to try to break it down bit by bit Um, but it begins at verse 20 and it says so Ahab sent to all the people of Israel and gathered the prophets together at Mount Carmel and Elijah came near to all the people and said how long will you go limping between two different opinions if the Lord is God follow him but if Baal then follow him and the people did not answer him a word so I'm going to stop there, and I want to tell you a little bit about why this came about. Mm-hmm. I, I just watched... Like many of us, we've watched the past two weeks go by. We've watched the election. But more than that, we've watched or we know what it was like prior to 2016, the last election. We know um, then, of course, these last four years. And then now we've watched this election with, you know, bated breath. And I'm no different from anyone else because I found myself, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, um, the night after election night and looking at the map and seeing if anything had changed and then seeing this little glimmer of, oh, one state went from red to blue, you know, light red to light blue, and that just kinda, you know, how it continued. Um, And watching the results and watching the people around and watching the aftermath, and then we had to, you know, be in this, you know, predicament where the former would not concede. Okay, so what happens? You know, and so everybody got all up in arms about that. And just watching and it, and God said, okay, we have gotten too far off. We have put our faith in man, in Baal. Baal is not the giver of, of, of our needs. He is not our salvation right. and, and we have to understand that. And God said the word was revival revival that restoration that restoring and so when we were thinking when i when he gave me the word revival um he's like it's not you know put up a tent and for seven days you have church and you invite some of the community and 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 maybe you get a good turnout maybe you don't um he said no revival is uh you turning that to to me God is saying, "Turn back to me." He's saying, "You know, get your heart to a place to where you are convicted, you know, by the sin that is going on both yes. in your individual lives and corporately. What are we not doing as a church, as a as a body of Christ? Turn back, repent, um, and just I love you know as I was reading and studying, and and, and God is saying." You know, when we think about what revival is, it's, you know, realizing, number one, that we need a savior. Amen. That savior is not man. That's the first thing. And that we have to recognize his word in our life. We have to recognize his presence in our life. We have to recognize that he is God. And the scripture was so fitting because it talked about, you know, There was a drought. There was like a three year drought and um, they were, you know, looking to bail to be able to do something. They were frustrated and they weren't relying on Yahweh. And we have gotten ourselves into a place where we've not been relying on on, on God either. We have de- determined that the president of the free world is going to be who's gonna be our our salvation, mm-hmm. whether our lives are gonna be comfortable or not. And I thought, like I said, I thought about prior to the 2016 election, to the, tw- the last four years that we've just had, and then up until now. And so when we think about what's happening or what will happen on January 20th, what significant change are we really thinking that we're going to see?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I, I will bet you, and I shouldn't say bet, but I would make an educated guess. Not much because one man is not our savior. God, he is that giver of salvation. He is the one. And he's calling us to revival and it is God that sends the revival. So he's given, I feel like these last four years have been a warning. Yes. He's given us a warning. So tonight's message, Kay, he said, don't miss this. Amen. Don't miss this. And I, and, and I'm really stirred up. I'm really excited because I'm trying to keep it hot on my mind so that I don't get lulled back in. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I said, I thought, well, you know, maybe the time has passed to, to really talk about this. Mm-mm. And he said, no, he said, don't miss this because I, I, we will get ourselves back into a place where we get comfortable. Yeah. We'll get comfortable. Okay. We're doing ministry check. Mm-hmm. Our lives are pretty good. Both, you know, we're employed, got, you know, two car garage with two cars to put in it. Everybody's pretty healthy. And we're going about our lives. Oh, there's a vaccine. Yay. But there's no God. God is saying, come back.
2: While you've been talking, Stephanie, I keep hearing the word like sensationalism. Mm-hmm. It's this, the word warns us about having itching ears mm-hmm. and about having these, um, predisposed notions, like these inclinations to, to, to certain things. and, what I've been seeing is, is just like what you've been describing that in our media, everything's so sensationalized, mm-hmm. like everything is, hey, we need your attention and we need you to be concerned and worried and worked up about this just like we are or, um, you know, just heightening everything to like a level 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and And that's that's just. It's, it's a lot of work. It's, it's, it's draining emotionally, but spiritually, it, it, it opening fear, mm-hmm. it's opening us up to fear. It's opening us up to thinking about ourselves mm-hmm. instead of, you know, making this a community thing. We're now, like, turning inward. And when you were talking about the purpose of revival, you know... I did. For a while, I thought, you know, revival is just about what you do to your flesh. It's, you know, fasting and and, and like kind of putting yourself through the wringer to, mm-hmm. to show how sorry you are, to show how holy you are. But the point in all of those things of depriving yourself during a time of, of uh, refocus or um, cleansing is to make your heart soft again. Mm-hmm. It's all about this this deceptive... Weird little thing on the inside of us that uh, dictates our emotions, that dictates uh, our, our soulish desires. And if, if, if we can get to the heart, mm-hmm. our heart, um, then, then that's how we're able to uh, come through times of upheaval, you know, when, when, when we are able to, like you said, kind of rein our hearts in and set it intentionally on God and if we learn nothing from the these administrations or 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 through these social upheavals I hope it's that we learn how to really set our heart in a direction and stick to it Mm -hmm. like don't be tossed to and fro by every wave of this or Mm -hmm. that but to stay set Mm -hmm. and to to be rooted grounded immovable like Mm -hmm planted mm-hmm. and, and firm and saying, no, I'm not going to back down from my belief in X, Y, Z, whether it, it's a matter of you biblically standing on a, a doctrine or whether it's you politically standing, whatever. But I think of all of these things, one thing that I'll take away is that, you know, what, what's the saying? Um, know what you stand, stand for something or fall for anything, mm-hmm. something along the lines of that. But biblically, what do I stand for? Because if I don't know what God's position is on an issue, I'll find myself supporting something that, you know, I had no intention. And I find that that's been something I've heard a lot, too, from just having conversation with friends, Mm -hmm. um, coworkers. It's that everybody has this view of what the other side is thinking, and there's no dialogue really happening. So, you know, if I see you with your... um, MAGA bumper sticker, then (laughs) I'm all of a sudden putting together, oh, this means you're this, that, and the other. Uh, You you probably aren't very, um, don't have a lot of minority friends. You Mm -hmm. (laughs) might not be in my tax bracket. I don't know. But we are putting all of these things together and we are making these profiles. And for for
1: we're not getting to know, we're not, and, 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 and Kate, you bring up a good point because When we get ourselves to revival and we get um, it says that once we with that repentance, that conviction, that repentance, our heart being sensitive to to God and his word and his presence, that that overflow would spill out of us, not Mm -hmm. just out of us, you know, for ourselves or just for the church, but out into the world. And so now we can do the work that God has called us to do because we can begin to reach people and we can begin to mend that brokenness that is within the church family Mm -hmm. from other, you know, believers that are not, you know, that don't look like us. Right. Right. Because there is still this great divide. They said that many, even they call them evangelicals voted for a different, you know, outcome. Yeah. Right. And so when you think about that for an outcome that really has um, made itself known for divisiveness. Yeah. You know, and it's like, but God is a God of love. And so how are we brother and sister? But there's so much hate and so much. I don't understand. And yeah. that's been the biggest thing over this last four years that has been hard for me is, but there's so much hate and divisiveness. How are we saying we represent God and he's a God of love? So there's such a great contradiction. And, I, and you said something and that I don't want to go past. Um but it's in Psalms and it's uh, Psalm one, two through three, when it says, when you trust in God, you are like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots toward the stream. You will not fear times of heat and drought, nor will you cease to bear fruit. And um, it just when we plant ourselves firmly in God, we don't have to worry about what's coming next. We don't have to worry about um you know, what the government is doing. Is there going to be a stimulus check? We don't have to worry about these things because we have placed our faith firmly in God. And one of the things that, uh, the scripture in, uh, first Kings was speaking of, uh, Elijah was saying, you know, you, one is the true and living God and one is an imposter. And when I think about the imposter, now that imposter is twofold because part of that imposter is us depending on ourselves. Right. Part of that imposter is us de- depending on an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and, it, it, and and I want to be clear it, whether that imposter is a blue person or a a red red person. It's still an imposter. It's still an (laughs) imposter. Amen. And that's where we've got to understand that God, God was, God, it was the only one that was going to bring this land. um, The fertility that it needed. Right. God was the only one that was going to bring the rain. God was the only one that was going to uh, remove the famine. Right. And we have to have that same mindset. God is the only one that is going to give us our needs. He said he shall supply our needs. He is the one that is going to produce. He's going to birth those new things in us. Yes. Whether it's a new ministry, whether it's that husband, whether it's that job, whether it is that family that we so desire. He is the one that's going to birth that and no man. Is going to be able to do that. Whether they hold the highest, often, uh, excuse me, highest office in the land. It's still the land. And Kay, what was that scripture we were talking about earlier in Psalms uh, 146? Mm-hmm.
2: Don't put your trust in them things.
1: It says that, yes, it said, put not your trust in princes in a son of man. And this is what I like because it says, in whom there is no salvation. And it says, when he breathes his la- when his breath departs, he returns to the earth on that very day, his plans perish. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get any plainer than that. It doesn't get any plainer than that. Okay. So I'm like, y'all, I'm riled up. I am riled up. I wish y'all could see her arms moving. <laughs> And and part of it is not me preaching out to anybody. I'm preaching to myself because yes. what I don't want, Gotta get it. I don't want to get lulled back into this sense of calm. Yeah. I don't want to get back into a place where I, I, I'm thinking everything is okay. And that, you know, I'm in control and, and because the right person quote unquote is in the, in the white house, that everything is Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. No, the work is just getting started. Yes. And so if we don't grab this opportunity by the hands and and just really dig in, we'll miss it. And God is saying, don't miss this. Don't miss it. Um, Because it's very easy that easy. We'll be back in the same state. And then what happens in four years? What happens in four years? Because there's talk, he may run again. Who knows? It doesn't matter who that man that's sitting in that office. <sighs> so I, I, I Kay, I don't know. He's had this on my heart for like, I kid you not. This really started Probably the last time you and I did a podcast. This is when he first started. Like, it was quick. And I'm like, usually I'm like, okay, Lord, you don't send me a word anytime soon now. Okay, okay. No, he started working on this thing right away. And it's like... We can't miss this. Um, So I'm going to get more into the story because there's so many parallels. So I'm so excited right now. Let's go. All right. So then at uh, chapter 22, it said, then Elijah said to the people, I even I only am left a prophet of the Lord. But Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let two bulls be given to us and let them choose one bull for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood. But put no fire to it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood and put no fire to it and you call upon the name of your God and I will call upon the name of of the Lord Mm -hmm. and the God who answers by fire he is God and all the people answered it is well spoken so they agreed they were ready okay they were like you get your candidate I got mine right right okay so it was what this this story I love this story because the, the the people were like, OK, it sounds good. You you come up with a plan and we work the plan that you said. And so now and then when we have the results, we're left with the results. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's just happened in this election. We have a process. That process has worked. Yeah. Even to, you know, the dismay, you know, of many people on the flip side, maybe four years ago Mm -hmm. or maybe what was that 2003 or and there's been history upon history. There was one I was reading that the one president didn't concede until January 19th. They were preparing for two inaugurations. So, in history, we've had this process, but this is the process that we've chosen, and this is what we say are going to work. So, we have the, this process, and in the scripture, they had theirs, and they said, okay, this is what we're going to do. The people agreed. So, when that's, I marvel at, okay, when the process doesn't work in a, a certain group's favor. That they're up in arms the way they that they are, because certainly if you flip that to 2016, because the results of the electoral college were the same, Mm, but in the in the yeah, it was the I think it was like 306 and 234, but in the opposite, in the opposite, right? And it it, we had to we had to digest that, right? We had to accept it, and we had to move forward. Um, and we've certainly seen. Some very interesting things over the last four years but we've had to live through that so it's funny to me that we have this process but some people are willing unwilling to accept the results
2: what i'm picking up from this too stephanie is that this is really faith in action because they are giving the advantage away willingly mm-hmm. he said no i'm gonna let you go first mm-hmm. he says I'm going to make sure you get, you know, your choice of when, how, however you want to cut it. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm giving away all the the, the choice positions to to you. You bail people. Mm -hmm. You're already larger in number. Mm -hmm. Now I'm giving you preference in you know, choose for yourself. One bull for yourself. Mm -hmm. And, And what I'm thinking is that, you know we can't stand if one thing doesn't go our way. Mm-hmm. We're ready to call foul. We're mm-hmm. ready to quit. We're ready to say, oh no, faith can't work because the odds are stacked this high against me. But look at this situation. He intentionally let the odds be stacked mm-hmm. high but he was still confident that God would come through. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just a beautiful picture of how we have to be. The odds may have looked like they were stacked against certain groups of people in this country under a certain administration mm-hmm. but god he's able like my husband and i we're both entrepreneurs it was quite scary to make the Talk choice about to it. be an entrepreneur whether whoever was in office right <laughs> because truth be told that 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 security net of if if, if something doesn't come in if if a, if a bill couldn't get paid there, there's, there's it's on new, you. Exactly. There's no amount of welfare in this entire world. That's going to give my baby something to eat right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every, every system I know about, you got to go and apply. You've got to be standing in line or approve for this or approve for that. But I need the assurance of a God I can go to when it's a very present situation when I need very present help right now, help, I know that that's coming from my Lord and savior, Jesus Christ. I know that when I'm in a jam Mm -hmm. that he's not only going to give me the best thing that I need to come through, but he's going to give it in the right timing Mm -hmm. and in the right way. And so that I know it's him. Mm -hmm. All of these other handouts and, 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 uh, conditions and, 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 favors based on x y and z we don't know if that's for our good Mm-mm. we don't know what's
1: coming Mm-mm. later attached to that <laughs> we- oh we were side-eyeing that the first time we we're like wait <laughs> uh-uh no there's something to this and Kay, you make a good point and i and i know a young lady who's decided to step out into entrepreneurship i found this out today from her and we were talking and and in this time, she's decided to make that move, to move from a corporate job to stepping out to what she believes God has called her to do. And I must say what he, you know, what her plan is, the the, the vision that he's given us, her, the business that he's given her, yeah. it's beautiful. Wow, It's beautiful and, I've, and, and it's to help people. And she said that he had told me to go sooner, but I was afraid to step out. Mm. Because of that, you know, the time that we're mm. in. The the sure thing of a check every two weeks. Yeah. Um, but she had to move forward. Come and on. she likened it to she was kind of, he'd say go and she was kind of <laughs> pushing. And it was almost as if he were pulling kind of thing. And finally she had to be obedient. She knew it, it got to a point to where she knew she had to be obedient. And so when I think about her and I'm like, and, and like you said, you know, that responsibility falls solely on you. But when we know where our help comes from, right. when we know who is our sustainer, when we know who is our you know, who who provides for us, we, we can't get caught up in in this. Right. And it just again, it just is like a blaring red light to me, like, Stephanie, don't. <laughs> don't get caught up or lulled back into this little sense of security it's a false sense of security there you go it's a false sense of security um so i love and, and again back to the story so then elijah said to the uh uh prophets of Baal, choose one bull and prepare it first um, for you are many and call upon the name of your God, but put no fire to it. And they took the bull that was given them and they prepared it and called upon the name of Baal from morning until noon saying, oh, Baal, answer us. But there was no voice and no one answered. And they limped around the altar that they had made. Now, this is funny to me, and I'm going to make a little joke and y'all excuse me. <laughs> but what was what's funny is we have not heard very much from um The prior uh, leadership since Mm -hmm. the the announcement, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. you know, and his his team is rallying, you know, they're crying out. They're having them a march. We'll just say a march. They're doing all these things. And and you're hearing very little is you know what I mean? You're not hearing from him. Nothing is happening. Right. Right. And so I just find it. I'm just saying there are parallels, okay? That's a good one. <laughs> I'm sorry, there are parallels. I, I didn't write this. This is the, the word of God. Um, and, and it said so, and at noon, Elijah mocked them. <laughs> I'm sorry. And at noon, Elijah mocked them saying, cry aloud for he is a God. Either he's musing. <laughs> or he is relieving himself. Or he's on a journey. He's playing golf. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but again, it's red, it's blue. I don't care what color right. your tie is. It's still, you know um it represents bail um but it says or either he's relieving himself or is on a journey or perhaps he is asleep and must be awakened didn't we just talk about being awakened Mm -hmm. and they cried aloud and they cut themselves after their custom with uh swords and lances um until the blood gushed out of them now they're doing all this stuff and like i said we're seeing some strange cries going on right um And as midday passed, they raved on until the time of the of of the offering of the oblation. But there was no voice. No one answered. No one paid attention. And what we have to realize is that. It's the same, like I said, no matter whether there is a a blue or a red tie that is being worn, it does not matter. God is saying that we need only to to. Turn to him with earnest humility and repentance, and that he that he would give us forgiveness and restoration, Um, and that and and I love this because he foretold of this in Deuteronomy, um, but his presence was always among his people, and. And they had Israel had that Um, they had inherited. it. So um, his presence was eternal. He wasn't going anywhere. God is not going anywhere. Same way. He assured Solomon of his blessings. Only Solomon only needed to be obedient. Right. Mm -hmm. And what does that scripture say in Chronicles? If my people who are called by my name, humble Mm -hmm. themselves and pray, seek my face and turn Mm -hmm. from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. This land needs a healing, and it will not come from whoever sits at that Pennsylvania, what is it, 1600 1600. Pennsylvania Avenue. It does not matter who it is. He said, God said he will hear from heaven and he will heal our land. Now, this is where we get excited because it said, then Elijah said to all the people come near to me and all the people came near to him and he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came saying, Israel shall be your name and with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord and he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two says now says I think it in, equals about um, nine courts okay. nine US courts and. Um, And uh, let me see, of of, of seed, nine says of seed. And he put the wood in order and cut the bull in pieces and laid it on the wood. And he said, fill four jars with water and pour it on the burnt offering um, and on the wood. And he said, do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time. And they did it a third time. And the water ran down the altar, ran around the altar and filled the trench also with water. And at the time of the offering of the oblation, Elijah, the prophet came near and said, "O oh Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day that you're you are God in Israel and that I am your servant. There's that humility. That is there's that lifting God up and putting him in his proper pro, proper place. Right. He said, answer me. He said, um, excuse me. I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Answer me, O Lord. Answer me, that this people may know that you, O Lord, are God, and that you have turned their hearts back. And so, before we get to the end of this, let's look at Elijah's posture. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It his prayer reflected the earnestness of um, his petition. And it was for the glory of the Lord. Right. And in any of the the prayers that God answered, as we've read these Bible stories, it was always putting God back in his proper place, first and mm-hmm. foremost. Whether it was saying, God, these people, you know, I think it was Hezekiah who said, this is what they're saying about you. This mm-hmm. is what they're, you know what I mean? I think it was, um, it was it Jehoshaphat that said, okay God, this is what that king is saying about your people, right? Yeah. And the, the, the battle is not ours, it's the Lord's, it's the Lord. right? Daniel's and so, Daniel, yeah. you know, putting God in his proper place, giving him the glory, recognizing that he is our Savior, that He is the one that provides and supplies all of our needs, right? And so it says, God answers Elijah's petition as He persevered in prayer. And so let's hear how He answered it. It said, Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering, and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord is. He is God, the Lord, he is God. Um, We, we have to recognize that we serve a one, the one true and living God. And one of the things I was reading and I thought it was just so wonderful, wonderfully said when it talked about revival, it said, you know, only when we can come to this place, when we can recognize who God is, when we can, our posture is correct, Mm -hmm. Right. When um, we have humbled ourselves, when we are seeking the Lord, when we are meditating on his word and we have welcomed his presence back in, we are we are aware of his presence. Right. And that we're filled up and we spill out, then those conversations can be had. Some of those conversations that have been uncomfortable, yes. some of those conversations that really need to happen in order for change to come about for people's lives to be truly saved for some of the things that have been going on to, to cease the divisiveness um, and for us to really truly come together as brothers and sisters in Christ and be about the kingdom's work. Right. When we can get the love of God and get that Get refocused on the love of God and God in us and his word and what it means and allow it to lead us and guide us and allow it to shape us. Then we can have those conversations that everybody keeps talking about, whether it's the systemic racism, this word they've thrown out or whether it is and not saying not not taking away because right. we certainly know there is there some, is some there is some racism. Right. The divisiveness, the hate, um, the injustices that have gone on in this world um, and then the, the rebuilding of a nation together, the rebuilding of a kingdom together. We can't, we won't. So we can shout about who's in office. We can cry that our candidate did or did not get in. Mm -hmm. But until we have that revival, we will find ourselves four years from now and there, yeah, there won't be anything different, dramatically different. Um, And so I just... That was the word that he gave me, and he just continues to uh, lay that on my heart. Um.
2: That is so rich. It's just amazing to hear and to sit and listen. Sorry if I've been quiet, but I've been taking it in and really getting it in full scope.
1: As my hands are flailing.
2: (laughs) Yes, yes. And it's like being impressed upon me at this moment. I'm I'm checking myself, and I'm thinking, you know, like you said, this— this message does not deny that there are injustices out there. It does not deny that there are are tough things happening, but it puts God, like you said, in his proper perspective, and that's what we've got to do. Um, you know, I, I've often wanted to reach across the aisle to mm-hmm. you know other sides just to hear, like you said, without the preconceived notions, without mm-hmm. the guards up, but just to hear mm-hmm. and. You know, every time I would attempt to do that, you know what I would walk away from those conversations with is just, man,
1: we're not hearing each other. I was, we never got to the heart of the
2: matter. Yeah, like yeah. we're we're just throwing stuff mm-hmm. a- across the way. And when when you said you've got to be filled in order to have those conversations, it, I just immediately was like, that's it. You know, we 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 are having these conversations still in the spirit of this the prince of the air of Mm -hmm. of this political Mm -hmm. agenda stuff we're not having these conversations with the perspective that you know it I think it who was it was it um Oh, this is going to bother me because I can't come up with this scripture in 30 seconds. But <laughs> Give, <laughs> me Give me some words. Give me something. A mitzvah, You know, when um, he said, let this monument divide between. Is, was it Jacob? Was it who in somewhere in Genesis? It's got to be in the beginning where he was like, um, we, we were at a disagreement. But I want this this monument to judge, to let God judge between you and me. I
1: so oh, I probably I, taught it as a
2: Sunday school uh, lesson, so I could, like, see all the words around the scripture, but I can't see who's actually talking
1: Now I'm going to have to go do some more studying, Kate. But
2: anyway, the point was, God was, he was putting God in his rightful place and not trying to bring the disagreement down to the level of, you know, let us work this out between ourselves. Let us do what we think is fair in our own eyes. Um whatever the Bible story was that I'm going to, I'm going to keep my word to my <laughs> podcast brothers and sisters same time Thursday. I'm going to come back with the answer. Scripture, All right. come on now. But for now know that God, it is him. It is his position uh, to judge in that way that it, it is not upon man, but he will judge that.
1: Mm-hmm. So I just, um, yeah. Uh, as I continue, like I said, as I continue to watch and I just pray that, um, we can really and truly wh- what we're praying for is that God would send the revival. Yes. And I believe he has, I believe he's calling us to revival, but we need only to, to heed that warning. We need only to say, I hear you, Lord, and and I am going to humble myself and I am going to seek your face and I am going to turn from my wicked ways um, and pray, certainly. Um, But again, we won't be able to um, see the change that we really do need and want to see um, just by the changing of the guard. Um, And with that, I just pray. Pray that we can can really get to that point where we can have true revival and um, we can begin to allow God to to heal our land. Amen. But we got to get there. And 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 he's he's put that ball in our court. Now we've got to turn back to him. Well, guys, yeah, that's that's what I got. Um, that's what he told me to say. And even when I tried to back up from it, he said, nope. Still, what I need you to say. So that I, I gave you what He gave me, and I pray it blessed. I pray that um, we can look ourselves in the mirror and and, and say, okay, I, I, I've gotta, I've gotta to, to to turn back. I've gotta repent and and seek God, and that we can do that collectively as a family, and then begin to uh, allow God to to to, to change us. And then we can have some of those conversations that we so need to have. Dear Heavenly Father, we do thank you, Lord. We thank you for this word. We thank you, Lord, how you continue to show us um, those things that we need to change in ourselves and, and how you are continuing to really break us, to show us, to mold us, Father. Lord, we just pray that we can get the revival that you are sending father, that we can take it and that it would stir us to repentance, um, and conviction father, and that we will confess and repent and get back on track with you. Lord, Lord, we pray for this land. We pray father for both outgoing and incoming administrations, father God, because they with, apart from you, they can do nothing. And we know, Father, that everything is in Your hands. Nothing happens without You, O oh God. Without Your say, O oh God, Lord. We want You to want to put You in Your proper place. We want Your glory to be shown, O oh God, Lord. We want um, to lift You up among men, so that You would draw men unto You, Father God. So let us, as Your children, Father, Your uh, Your children. Um, that you have brought into your family father let us lift you up father let us be that light that you've called us to be father stir us up father Fill us with your presence, Father, so that we may spill out, Father, into this world and that we may uh, begin to see the change, Father, that we want to see. We know that does not happen without you, Father. So we are turning ourselves back to you. We humbly submit to you. We are seeking you like never before, Father God. And we just pray and ask that you would heal our sin and heal our land. Lord, we love you. We give you honor. We give you glory and we give you praise. We are so thankful for you, God. In Jesus name, we pray all these things. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey, ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the women's ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.